And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast, brought to you by the Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz, and I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown At DFF underscore Mad Man. And Shane Manila. I'm at DFF underscore Shane. Um, data. I'm just data this week. Is that what you are? Data. Yeah, you change yes. it. You change. It's it's kind of cool that you change it all the time. Your your name stays. Uh, I mean, your handle stays the same. You just change your name all the time. Yeah, I don't. Are you able to change your handle? I'm afraid if I change my handle, no. People you know won't what? Be able to find me. I tried to do that and I lost a bunch of um, tweets, like um, which you know maybe you don't care about, but a lot of history. And so I changed it back, and they all came back because whatever was associated with at DFF underscore Madman was no longer like there, except for maybe the most recent stuff. It was weird. Like I lost years of data. But then it all came it. right back. As soon as I changed it back to at DFF underscore Madman, yeah, <laughs> I, I was able to see all that stuff again. Yeah, I know. Um, maybe it's not that way, but that was like a year or so ago. That's so let me ask you this. Yes. Yeah. In the FFPC league. Um, you guys know the, uh, the scoring settings for that. I'm assuming. Well, hold on, though. Um, no, hold on. Our yeah. our listeners may not know the scoring for FFPC. What is it? No, I don't either. Tight end premium, right? Tight end premium. Let's assume you had Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, and Chris Herndon soon. Chris Herndon soon to return from um, his drunken right. driving suspension. He'll be back right. next week. Would you trade Mark Andrews for David Montgomery? And yeah, FFP score, FFPC scoring tight end premium, one and a half points uh, per reception for uh, those tight ends. Keeper league, right? You only can keep like 16 players at the end of the day, at the end of the season, right? Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's dynasty. Um, right, but they're dynasty. Like but yeah, you, you, in the offseason, you can only keep 16 players. What so running is backs? Andrews, and, oh. you know, I guess it's, it, either one of those guys would be in your in your list of 16. So I guess that doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're going to keep whichever guy. And what, what, Mike. what uh, yeah, I was just going to say, what running backs do you already have? Well, yeah, so here's the issue. Right now, every week, I'm rolling. Um, i got to scroll down. There you go. So I've been rolling Nick Chubb out. That's been going pretty well. Um, Miles Sanders, which has been going less well. Um, <laughs> less better. well. <laughs> yeah, then I have uh, Philip Lindsay, who had a good week last week. Yeah. But yeah. he also, I mean, that was just because he scored touchdowns, though. Because um, mm-hmm. uh, Royce Freeman was actually more efficient than him. Um, and him and Royce Fresh. Fisher, Fisherman, Royce Freeman are definitely splitting that backfield. Anyway, and then I got Peyton sure. Barber and Carlos Hyde at running back as well. I wouldn't mind adding David Montgomery. I would too. That That's what I was just going to um, say. I would yeah, take would, him. But Dar- and then I got Darius Geis on the uh, oh. injured report because course, I traded yeah. him. He's always on IR, is he? I, I traded before the season like a f-ing schmuck. I traded uh, <laughs> Evan Ingram for Darius Geis, and now I'm tr- still trying to backfill the running back position. Yeah, that that hurts. That Man, that truly I, hurts. You you gotta see if he'll take uh take him back, and you can get Ingram again on your roster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I would I would make that trade and then just try to grab some other tight ends, you know, and I would Well, take here's David the thing. Montgomery. I have Darren Waller right. who has um who's a top Yes. three or four tight end right now. Correct. Now, he still hasn't scored a touchdown. Um which is pretty impressive because he sure has is. Yeah. um not touchdown dependent, yep. Yeah, he had 13 receptions last week. Um he's exceeded 
10 targets a couple weeks. So at some point, you got to figure regression just dictates that he's going to just break out with like a five-touchdown game at this point. I nice. Think. And you're only starting one, right? One must start tight end, so you could yeah, flex you, one if you wanted. But. Yeah, you could flex one if you wanted to. Um, typically, I would in my flex, I'd uh, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't put my tight ends in. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather flex David Montgomery than Mark Andrews and Me start too. Waller. And I mean, if I understand the premium, but since it's only start one tight end, I, I wouldn't be as uh, worried about it. I know it can make a difference, but man, the tight ends are just kind of even the best ones. Um, you know, up and down. If you can get Montgomery and plug him in in your flex, and he becomes you know any kind of a monster for you, like with consistent points, I'd rather rely on that and the tradeability of him after than the tight end. I mean, I know Mark Andrews is good and all that, and they're using him, but, man, they're using Nick Boyle, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's Boyle. Up, all the damn time blocking, and since he's in there, opportunity is king, and, you know, Lamar's like, oh, there he is, and throws the ball to Nick Boyle. Is this, a trade, is this a trade offer that somebody sent you or you're working on it? Well, Like it's in your box. Well, I had sent him an offer of uh, Darius Geis and Nelson Aguilar for David Montgomery. Uh-huh. Um, which he rejected um, on the premise <laughs> of um, basically I'm trying to gain value from him for yeah. players that uh, I don't need, which is true. Right. And I thought it was a very succinct um, description of what a trade is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not mad at him. I mean, it was just spot on when I read it and I'm like, yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Am I wrong? Like, isn't that what you typically try to do? You try to give up maybe not no value but you try to give up something that's of not greater value than what you're getting right or something you're not using right now but exactly uh, like yeah i can't use guys because he can't walk and um aguilar has shown that he is a jag of the highest proportion <laughs> he so, forgot how to catch so then he, is it in your box or like are, can you accept well, that no, no, he said he was interested in uh, oh. um either uh, Mark Andrews or Miles Sanders, but I don't want to trade Miles Sanders. So. No, no, and and I'd see, give him Mark Andrews. Would you, Sipes? I, mean, I would. I'd, I'd I already, Mark. yeah, I already said yeah too. Because honestly, if I had David Montgomery and somebody offered me Mark Andrews, I'm not taking that. No, the problem no, is just real quick. Mark Andrews is averaging 21.33 yeah. points a game compared yeah, to David Montgomery's 10.1. Yeah. Right, but this week he only got four points. So you know, well, the, the the thing is, yeah. the thing is, is the problem with people like that though. A lot of times, like, well, how about this or that? And then you say, okay, maybe. And then all right. And then you send it to them, and then they change their mind. You know, just send an offer already. You know. Well, now I'm gonna send them. I'm I'm gonna offer him Mark Andrews for Marlon Mack. What? I know you you guys don't like. You'd but, rather have uh, Marlon Mack than David Montgomery? Marlon Mack um, has been a top ten back every every week this year, and he's being included in the uh, the, the passing attack a little bit. He had three targets this week. Okay, yeah, was it the second week? He only had like uh, I don't know. Um... 10, 12 points, and I say only, but in the first yeah. week, he really nailed it. But so even that second week, he was still a top 10 back with that with those you know, yeah, it says, dozen points. It says here yeah, 25, should... 8, and 16 were his three weeks. Right. So um, then I'm going to guess he was not a top 10 back when he had eight points. Yeah, yeah I knew there was a week. Yeah. I was following along. I have him on a few teams, and I was I was pissed that week that because I was expecting him to do better that week than he did week three. In um, regular anyway. PPR, in regular PPR, he had eight points yeah. in week two, and he had Which 16 points this week. 
Yeah. So, so he, he was the running back 38 that week. So, all right. So he, he was not, <laughs> that is definitely well outside the top 10. <laughs> but I like, I like Marlon Mack. I like him a lot. I think he's a really good back. So send it. And I, yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So we'll see. Cool. Now we wait. Now we wait. So <laughs> our answer is for Marlon Mack. I really need running backs in this. Fucking... Well, hell yeah. Marlon Mack is, a, you know, this far into the season, he's running back one. You know, he's got more points than, um, like you were just talking about, Philip Lindsay, but also more points than um, Ezekiel Elliott, um, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, but I know he got injured, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, lots, lots of players, you know, so cool. Fournette. He is the, I mean, he's, good. he's the running back nine right now, looking at yeah. fantasy pro scoring um, average 16.8, and that is with an eight-point game thrown in there, a clunker, if you will. So then maybe you'll yeah, get a response. Back- yeah, so we'll see. So that'll be awesome. So yeah. we sent a trade. We did that all together. And um, I got a friend of ours, uh, Corey. Corey's, Corey at CS Snyder, 128. Yeah, Corey. So he, What's he, doing? he got an offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would like to share it with – well, he shared it with me. but So I just assumed that that means I can um, share it on air. Um, sure. You do. And, I have to ask, and I'm going to ask on behalf of Corey, um, what in the fuck is wrong with the guy that sent him this <laughs> offer? This would be a Dynasty Trash trade offer. Okay. Okay, so he was offered Matt Breda, Tevin Coleman, and a 2022nd for Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so when he said this to you, what was he asking you to tell him about it? Uh, he just uh, he just sent me a picture of it. Oh, oh, okay. So he he wanted you to acknowledge that it was a trash dynasty trade offer. No, no, no. I think it's just he he wanted to share this moment with someone. <laughs> you know, when you get trades like that, sometimes you're just like yeah. someone else has to see this. Like this can't die in my inbox. <laughs> like I have to share this with someone. You know, like sure. I sent I sent one on the um in the patron chat today. And if you're not a patron, go become a patron. Um. Because there's a bonus podcast, and then we have a group me chat that we all never shut the fuck up in. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I was trying to make a trade, and I might have lowballed the guy. I offered him Gardner Minshew and uh, Devin Singletary for uh, Carry On Johnson, um, Superflex Dynasty, whatever. I was hoping that he was feeling the stash. Um, <laughs> so then he, he literally he uh, the stash and the stash. Yeah. So he he countered back with. Um, Mike Evans, basically, and and trash, just pieces of trash, not even actual <laughs> players. Like it was literal garbage um, for Alvin Kamara and uh, Kyle. Oh my Murray. god! Yeah, <laughs> sure we is. all had a hearty laugh in the uh, group the group me chat for the patrons. So uh, go become a patron because we have fun. And just so you know, um, if you're in a league with one of our patrons, we do share your shitty trade offers with each other. <laughs> Because we find it humorous. <laughs> yeah, and and then every once in a while it gets thrown into the show as well. So, you know, we were going to talk about some new stuff. And what's funny is we mentioned how a lot of times right when we're about to do our show, something comes up. Always. I was there every time, man. And, and you know, whether it's the, the, the odds of it happening or it's maybe because we're so into everything right now. But the big news today was that Melvin Gordon was supposedly going to come back tomorrow. 
So mm-hmm. everybody all over Twitter was like freaking out about either trying to dump Eckler or grab him or do something with Gordon. So what are you guys thinking that's going to happen with Eckler going forward and with Gordon going forward? Obviously, he's not going to play this weekend, even if he comes back tomorrow. But what do you think's the future for both of those guys? Get Jeremy. um i'd honestly uh i i would still give eckler uh you know the rock uh the ball at least you know in in a split justin jackson isn't a bad player either he was doing okay um i don't know i i think that melvin gordon if he doesn't hurt himself um will you know end up being the starter um for, for for the chargers but i i love eckler i own him in so many places i was and i, I also own gordon but i own eckler in more places so I, of course that's going to affect more of my teams him coming back um i i think it'll be some some type of a split at first because gordon hasn't been playing for you know these weeks but i don't know man what what's the uh what's the finger on the pulse what are they saying out there Word on the street. No, I got nothing. Um, so you know what's interesting, though? So I will say this. Anyone, um, if you're offered Austin Eckler because um, someone's trying to dump him, uh-huh. I, I think you got to think about taking that trade because yeah. he's a restricted free agent next year, which means they just need to tender him at a certain level. And I, I don't – I'm not a salary cap guru, but basically all they need to do is offer him – some kind of contract and mm-hmm. you know basically they don't lose them or they get to pick um but whatever they tender them at i'm, I'm thinking it's going to be significantly less than the 10 million dollars that gordon um <laughs> right would have been signed for or whatever it is that they offered him um so i think you, you the smart play actually would be if someone tries to dump him on you dump air quotes yeah um i would let them dump him on me um <laughs> I rem- We've seen what he did this year, right? I mean, he's just born, and, and Gordon's an unrestricted free agent next year. He's already held out, you know, part of the season, so clearly the, the relationship isn't the best there, um, and they, they must not value him at whatever it is he, believe he's, he believes he's worth. Yeah, and he took a hit. Not only did he not get what he was asking for, but he took, like, what, almost a million-dollar hit by not playing during this time frame, whatever. You know, it added up to about a million dollars out of his pocket on top of it. I mean, what's he doing? He's coming back to, like, prove to the NFL, to, to teams, you know, I'm going to play. I'm going to honor this contract the rest of the way. I'm going to be a good guy and play because he's playing for, what, next year, right, his next contract because he's not going to be with the Chargers after this year. And he's hurt himself because – Austin Eckler's gone out there and shown. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that why he's coming we back. He's like, hey, we man. don't need Melvin Gordon, um, right? Because you know Eckler's basically been a workhorse there. Now you know it's not with twenty carries, um, but he's involved in the receiving game, and he and he's you know he's involved in obviously in the rushing attack, um, playing on seventy percent of the snaps. Um, so he's shown that you know maybe Melvin Gordon isn't that. I don't want to say good, but I guess that's lack of a better word. Maybe Melvin Gordon isn't all that special. And Melvin, yeah, Melvin Gordon, probably it'll be interesting to see how the market develops for him. Like he, you would have thought he saw how well the team was doing it, you know, and how well Eckler was doing. He's like, Oh shit, man, this guy's taking my job. I better get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought, you know, at this point, what's to stop you from just, you're better off just staying out until Eckler has a bad week and be like, Oh, I'm coming back to save the team. <laughs> well, even in the off season, when we talked about it, when he was first starting to hold out, we pulled up the numbers from last year when 
Melvin Gordon was there, Austin Eckler was still a productive player that you could put in your flex and stuff like that, even when okay. Melvin Gordon was playing. So, oh, yeah, so, yeah, he's a guy that you can definitely flex this year with a chance uh, of basically the same exact role that he yeah. just had for the first three weeks all of next year. Because, you know, Justin Jackson's, this is his second season. So if they really wanted to, they could run that back for another couple years. You know, you tender Austin Eckler even above whatever, you know, wherever you have to do it. Or even sign him because the guy's making peanuts. He's making like $600,000 a year. I bet you if you offer him five or six million dollars, oh, yeah. he'd jump at that. You know, yeah. sign him for four years at $25 million with some of it guaranteed and run it back with those two and, and you know. But we'll see. So I, if someone's will, if someone's trying to sell short on him, I think I'll I'd go ahead and accept. Obviously, it depends on what the actual offer is. Yeah. If it's a twenty twenty first. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> so the other running back that uh, was in the news was Saquon Barkley got hurt. I mean, you could see it even when it happened during the game mm-hmm. that that looked like it wasn't something very small or simple. Um, so I know in a lot of waivers this week, everybody was putting all their money on Wayne Gallman. What do you think about that situation? <laughs> He's uh, no Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I, I know that much. Uh, I mean, he's not, obviously, because Saquon Barkley is a special, special player. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, I, for for Dynasty and Fantasy and trading and all that kind of stuff, what do you think about Gallman? I mean, I'm dropping, and I forget when the forget when the um, actual waivers run, so I'm not going to put the specific amount, but I'm putting a significant <laughs> portion of my remaining fab uh, from – my FF, FFPC league, um, I have like $940 left. I'm putting a significant amount of that up for Wayne Gallman. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to take that spot for the rest of the season, that valuable to every anyone this year that needs a running back, especially the Saquon Barkley folks that lost him. But, I mean, anybody who needs a back, it makes sense. You know, spend your money and, and get him in case. I mean, he, the starter for the Giants, starting <laughs> running back the in the NFL. He, He's already shown, and he's a good receiver. He showed that at Clemson. Um, and in his rookie season, um, way back in 2017, he got a little bit of run. I forget if that was when Paul Perkins was there or not, but whoever it was, uh, their running backs weren't very good. And, you know, he, he did get a little bit of a run. Um, and he had 34 receptions. Um, I mean, if he's got the, the job for the next eight weeks, I can easily see, see him easily exceeding that amount. So, yeah, get and drop. Uh, look, it's a chance at uh, I don't, you know, everyone likes saying this term, a league winner. But, I mean, it's a chance for a guy that could be a league yeah, winner. For capable you. guy. I don't think he's as bad as some people on Twitter make him out to be. I mean, you know, I don't think he's as good as, you know, some thought he was coming out. That's the case with a lot of players. But, yeah, I mean, he's capable. And, um, you know, starting running back for the New York Giants, how much money are you uh, – uh, don't tell me FFPC, but let's say on a hundred dollar budget, let's say you still have all of your hundred bucks in a typical, you know, twelve team superflex league. What would you, what would you be willing to spend on him, on that kind of a budget? Well, let's just say this: I'd spend at least sixty-five to seventy percent of my remaining fab on him. Yeah. We're going into week four. Yeah. 
and you got a running back that's locked in for 70 bucks out of 100 so 70 percent you know 70k whatever you want to look at it as 70 mil but yeah i I mean no 70 percent is a good number what's that mike i was gonna say i think what he said is also important too we're going into the fourth week a lot of these waiver wires have been picked clean of of the really good players that would pop up or by accident somebody missed them or something so to grab somebody now that you know will be playing for a while i th- i would do it too i think 70 percent is pretty good what do you think about i heard today that they were saying that they were bringing in jay ajay yeah <laughs> you should well, see shane's face when i just said that <laughs> no it's good for just, jay yeah i mean i hope the guy gets a job it's just that every time there's an opening anywhere uh-huh. um his name has been mentioned yeah it's true. Um, I, I'm surprised he's still out there. I mean, I know he has the the knee problems, but he he was pretty serviceable for a long time. I'm actually a big fan of his. I like the guy. He, I think he's a decent player, and I, I hope he does get a chance, you know, on a personal level uh, to play football because I know he wants to. But um, I don't know. What do you think he's gonna? What do you think he's gonna do for the Giants if he gets in there? I mean, I like Ajayi, but he's. You know what's weird is I thought he was a better pass catcher than he was based off his stats at Boise State. Um, but no one seems to want to use him that way in the NFL. And since it's been, you know, several coaching staffs, it was Miami's and also Philadelphia didn't really use him that way. Yeah. At least three coaching regimes, right? uh, At least different ones, at least two. Um, so he was down here in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. So I (laughs) guess he was, he's just a grinder, right? Um, yeah. A grinder with bad knees that's coming off a torn ACL. With no training camp. So, I mean, yeah, if the Giants sign him, I, obviously I'll throw Fab down on him because anyone with a pulse that has a chance to score, you're going to put money down on. But I just, I, I'd be shocked if he ends up uh, turning into anything special. I mean, he's a guy I think right, could get right. eight points in a week, yes. You know what I do think is shocking, though? I went and looked when I read that about JHI this afternoon. I went and looked in all the leagues that I'm in. You know, you put it on MFL and you put the name in mm-hmm. and it shows all. He was only available in two of my leagues. Oh, I know, man. I, he's I had on, on rosters everywhere. Too. Yeah. yeah, I had him on my rosters and I think I, I finally cut him from a, a couple maybe. I had him in more places than I remembered, but I finally cut him from two or three teams to add players that I needed because of injuries and stuff. Um, or I'd still, I still would have had him too if not for those injuries. Because yeah. I, I, I like the guy, and I'm, I'm hopefully he comes back. And like Shane said, if he can get me, you know, maybe you know on a bye week like eight or ten points, I'd be happy with that. To be honest. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, he's um, he's yeah, he's it's same with me. I mean, and we're in obviously the same circles. Right. Exactly. So it's a lot of the same people in the same leagues, and but you know it's surprising. Um. And this will be a little tip for our listeners. Um, I was surprised Wayne Gallman was available as he was. Now, again, it's not oh, a I lot know. of leaks, but he was too. he was more available than Jay Jai. Yeah, exactly. Which, <laughs> think about that for a minute. You know what I mean? Like when you look at the the Giants' depth chart, it was um, you know obviously Saquon, then Wayne Gallman, Elijah Penny, right, and, and nobody. And I had to go. I had to go look up their depth chart to see who was actually behind Wayne Gallman. So really, when you, you know, obviously you have roster limits, but in these deeper leagues, when you have deep rosters, you, you should own guys like Wayne Gallman. I don't know if they'll yeah. ever, ever amount to anything, but there's a better chance of him getting uh, some run or even a game over running back, yeah. some, you know, wide receiver, undrafted wide receiver that we all fell in love with because he's sparky or whatever. And, <laughs> you know, 
it, it, all the NFL coaches, you know, passed on the guy 16 times over, but he's going to really make a name for himself. Like guys like Preston Williams and Darius Slayton, if they do hit, would be complete outliers. Where a guy like Wayne Gallman, can he give you three weeks? You know, you're more likely to get a, a useful week out of one of those running backs. So start hitting those guys up. Like, they shouldn't be available on your waiver. Totally wires. agree. I mean, not even, you know, just thinking of it as a handcuff, but just, you know, backup running back on a team is more valuable than some low-level wide receiver for sure. And same with backup quarterbacks. Um, and I'm a wide receiver guy. I always have – I tend to have a lot of them on my rosters. Those are the guys I, I usually want to take high in drafts. But – um, yeah, those the lower end guys. After you have your your starting core, yeah, it's weird that Gallman's still out there. I mean, he was a backup running back to Saquon Barkley, right? And yeah. same with backup quarterbacks. As soon as someone goes down, everybody's throwing their money at him. For instance, in this, um, you guys were talking about how much you'd pay for Gallman. I just looked in this uh, salary cap league I'm in. It's like a salary cap of 80 million hard cap. Um, and it's really, you know, it wavers because people have different amounts of money available. But Gallman right now is at $7.5 Somebody could have got him for the minor, the minimum bid of $500,000 last week. Hmm. $7.5 right now. And it might even get higher than that because somebody wants to, you know, lightning in the bottle, uh, lightning in a bottle for the Giants this week, you know, for the rest of the season. Yeah, and no, I'm I'm already actually, and I've picked up Elijah Penny in a bunch of leagues too, just because again, I mean, if if anything were happened to Wayne Gallman, who has some really skinny legs, really <laughs> little twig it's things, man. it's like a wow. Um, if one of those should happen to accidentally get broken or something, although I guess you won't purposely break someone's leg. So if one of his legs were to get broken or something, not that I wish that, but you know what I mean? Like Elijah Penny's going to be a starter, so go pick him up. I'm not saying he's good at football. But at running back, you know, it's all about opportunity and getting the touches. It's yep. it's funny, too, because speaking about um, the Giants with that, you know, last week we did a lot of talk about all these quarterbacks going down and all these backup quarterbacks getting their shot and everything. So Daniel Jones got his shot this week, and he looked pretty good over there. He's the uh, the greatest quarterback um, <laughs> of all time, apparently. Um yeah, I mean, it, I, I help, it helps that Tampa Bay's um, yeah. past defense is just complete ass. Right. Um, but, I mean, that's not the, the – the kid is really good. And um, it's just – it's funny because, you know, I, like I said, we trashed him. Everybody trashed him. Um, nobody liked him. Um, so if anybody comes with that post after the fa- – I don't even know. What's the word? Post hoc. Um where they talk about something after it happened, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So if so, facto. <laughs> there's no, co- there's no accountability in this like, business. If, if people are trying to tell you that they like Daniel Jones, they're a fucking liar. <laughs> um, I'll give one guy credit, Dynasty Rich, because he was yeah. on our show and he did the mock draft and he said, guys, it's super flex. What the f*** are you doing? Yep. He's a quarterback, a top 10 quarterback. You, you better go in the him. first round. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and that's the only reason I drafted him. And probably you guys, too, because none of us liked him. Right. Um, he was a top 10 quarterback in a super flex league. You were stupid if you let him fall out of the first round. Yeah, I didn't but nobody know liked think, him. But I did get him in the first round, you know, with my first round rookie pick in a, in a few leagues, only because, you know, other guys were gone. He was still there and, you know, wanted the quarterback. So I took a flyer on him. I, I didn't buy in or know really that much about him at all. I was just hoping that, you know, I hit on that pick and, you know, 
it's it's starting to look that way. But yeah, I was I didn't hate on the guy, but I mean I wasn't like a bona fide believer either. I I wasn't on the bandwagon at all. I seem that it know? seems like the biggest hate was the night it happened. I remember I was out of town <laughs> the night of the draft, and everybody it. was freaking out, and and the Giants fans that we know, the, the a lot of them were like, "I'm yes. I'm off Twitter tonight. I'm not looking yeah, at this no anymore." One you know? that no, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't one person in the entire universe like Daniel Jones's mom actually. <laughs> was on Twitter trashing the pick. I heard so much hate for Gettleman just over and I over and on that and on night. about yeah. how stupid he is and all of these things. And now, you know, he looks like a genius with that pick. But yeah, and I remember um, one of my rookie drafts that was going on and I made a pick at like 107 and it wasn't him. Um, and then, <laughs> I thought and then you were going to say it was yeah. Daniel Jones. No, no, no. Twist no. It up, man. But he was sitting there at 110. And at that point I was like, I got to fucking trade up. Like, I... <laughs> What a, I got to trade up if no one else is going to draft this guy. So I traded it up and uh, got him and started him. But yeah, you know, the largest region I, I picked him in a bunch of leagues was just the whole Josh Allen thing where everybody told you yeah. Josh Allen was absolutely horseshit last year. Yep. And now you're looking at him and you're like, this guy's fucking fantasy gold. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, care if he's, if he's not awesome. accurate. He runs like a fucking stallion and uh, he, he, he could throw the ball like a fucking country mile. Like, he'll hit someone once in a while. But yeah, so... <laughs> Daniel Jones, man, and I don't know if you saw the one. I don't know if it was his first or his second rushing touchdown, where they uh, faked the uh, run the one way and let him run the other way. The kid's athletic, man. I I like it, and he took he took chances downfield. He hit Darius Slayton for a long um, pass. He brought them back from eighteen points. I mean, he just reinvigorated that whole offense, and it tells you how. Terrible Eli Manning was. <laughs> the other thing that, like you say, the side effect to it too, uh, Sterling Shepard had a really great game too with him. And mm-hmm. people are all like all over him. I saw a lot of trade talk on Twitter about Sterling Shepard this week. Yeah. Yeah, he did well. He did well. Um, I, I, I was thinking about him today because in uh, the <laughs> podcast league, I actually – traded Tariq Cohen I traded Sterling Shepard for Tariq Cohen and I won the trade poll at the time like uh-huh. handily um which is funny because that's that tells you what trade polls are actually worth uh-huh. um you look at it now you're like Tariq Cohen I can't get rid of that guy <laughs> can I just say we're we're like I don't even know how how far we're into this show but there's so many f- that I need to head it out already it's hilarious but yeah well, that's what happens when we tape a day late <laughs> Up. You can't hold in. If you hold in, well, you're making up for the last couple of weeks too. But yeah, that that is true. I remember when when you did that trade, and uh, it it is just funny because I really noticed a big uptick all week. the The other quarterback that also played well, which people didn't really expect to play well, was Kyle Allen over there for the Panthers. Oh my God, he did Kyle Allen. I I didn't expect that. I mean, I I knew he had some chemistry with some of those players, and he did well, you know, preseason and stuff. But like, uh, where'd that come from? Like Cam Cam, who <laughs> is he coming back? I don't know. Yeah, the only problem with that is uh, he didn't target the best receiver on the team enough. Uh, DJ Moore, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he had that one big play. Samuel, yeah, if he didn't yeah, have that, that one it. big play, yeah, if he didn't have that, that one was... big play, it would be nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if he didn't score a touchdown on that, the days ruined so <laughs> you know all right kyle Allen. i see that you want to target you know curtis samuel fine that's okay but don't forget who the best 
wide receiver is on that team. It's DJ Moore, and it's not even close. And, and uh, don't come throwing some air yard stuff at me. I don't care. DJ Moore is a much better receiver than Curtis Samuel, and a much better receiver than Curtis Samuel will ever be. <laughs> um, but no, man, he looked great, and Cam's shutting it down because now it's come out that it's been a, it was a Liz Frank um, injury. Yeah. So, so oh, that's not good. Those are bad, especially for – yeah, any anyone that has to stand – um, it's not good because it's your foot. So yeah, that's bad. Very oh bad. my god! Well, there there was one other thing, other player that did come out of nowhere, and I see you have it on the sheet. It's a little bit down there, a little bit, but Ronald Jones seemed to play better. And I know it's only the one game, but what do you think about Ronald Jones? Is he like oh uh your finger went up? What? Oh, I was just saying it, that's actually incorrect. That it was just one game because in week one. Um, okay, yeah. He was actually he he was actually very good as well in week one. Um, I'm gonna look up the stats. Yeah, I just went to look at it too because I didn't remember it being so great in week one. But on our friend's site at ProFootballReference.com. Dot com. <laughs> um, so yeah, he went for 13 for 75. Uh, he had a hundred percent catch rate on one target. Um, for 18 yards. One target. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, you know, because I was bitching about after the second game because I didn't have a chance. I couldn't watch it because, uh, well, I don't have NFL Network on my uh, cheap-ass cable, and I, I didn't feel like looking on Reddit to steal the stream. Right. So just real quick, next Thursday or any Thursday, if any of our um, listeners um, could DM me the link to <laughs> where I could stream the game, I'd really appreciate it. Um, so anyway. So, yeah, uh, his points were 10. Yeah, he didn't do well. He went four for nine, but right. that's because he had an injured toe. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, because it says he had a 10, a point nine, and a 13. So you're right. Yeah. So he had so two out of three good games. Yeah, 14 for 80. Um, and then took another another 100% catch rate on one target. Um, 41-yard reception. I mean, the guy's averaging, and yes, charge per carry. It's not the end-all, be-all, but whatever. F*** you. Um, he's got a 5.29 <laughs> yards per carry. So what are you doing with him? Are you going I, after him? What are you What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I I try to buy him. It's just the problem is is that a lot of people that own him were guys that drafted him last year, and they're at least I hope they are, and they're just like, like I'm, I'm having my moment in the yeah. sun. So no, you can't have him. Although you know, there's still a lot of owners that just think I, he's ass. I was gonna say, I mean, if you look, I mean, I didn't look at the numbers, and I was the one who said, well, you know, he had a good week this week. So maybe there are still some owners out there that are not enamored with him that much. You can maybe get him. So if you could get him, would you try? Is what I'm asking. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get him. Get him. <laughs> good Ronald Jones. Oh it's gonna give you my Jones. Oh um, my god. Well, yeah, what like would you give fans. to get him? What would you give to get well, him? Well, I'm going to offer a third and a third right now in one league. So two thirds? Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. We'll just see. I actually lost Barkley in that league. Um, not that Ronald Jones is a adequate replacement for that, but. Yeah. What, would you do it for a second? I could see somebody that has him, you know, holding mm. tight to a, se- you know, a second oh. rounder at least. No? Ooh, nah. One second? Second's a little rich for my blood. <laughs> Unless I'm, unless it's my second and it's on a, a very good team, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't think I can do it. Not with that 2020 class being as deep as it is. Yeah. 
So yeah, so yeah, we didn't, yeah, actually we did all that talking with the news, but we forgot to mention rotoassurance.com. So go over to rotoassurance.com and get 20% off by putting in our code DynastyTradesHQ, all in caps. Mm. And I think before we get into some of these trades, because it looks like we have a few trades on here and everything, why don't we hear from the Scouting Academy? Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. So go ahead on uh, to our website and hit the link for Scouting Academy and save yourself $50 on their next semester. Um, learn how to scout like a pro because guess what? The rookie draft season will be here before you know it. Three more months, actually. Three and oh. a half months. Seriously? Already? <laughs> October, November, December, January. Before you know it, the season's over, man. And we're already talking about 2020. Holy crap. The, the class of all classes. <laughs> we'll see. So, it looks like we have a trade here. Oh, yeah. So, I just wanted to bring up a trade alert. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I need to preface this um, with a couple caveats, um, if you will. Ipso facto. Um, so I actually made this trade prior to Baker Mayfield looking like a rodeo clown on Sunday <laughs> night. Um, <laughs> Run into his right backwards. Yeah. So Superflex uh, League, and uh, we can bring up my quarterback situation and why I felt the need to make this trade. Um, so I was running Jacoby Brissett out there, which is, you know, that's not bad. That's good stuff. Also running out Marcus Mariota and Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> I like the sigh. <sighs> Neither of those things are good. I even have Gilbert Garrett on my team for some reason because it's a super flex league. I don't even know if that who that is. I was just going to ask you, who yeah, is that? No <laughs> He's a backup quarterback for Cleveland, allegedly. From the AAF. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, Gilbert Garrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. <laughs> he was really good. So anyway, so I went ahead and I sold uh, Dalvin Cook for Baker Mayfield. Okay, super so wait. flex, super flex, super flex. How? What other quarterbacks do you have? Uh, I had Jacoby Brissett, uh huh, which was fine. I was fine with Jacoby right. Brissett, uh, Marcus Mariota, and Mitchell Trubisky. And what running backs do you have that you were able to give up Dalvin Cook? Uh, running backs, I have Chris Carson, and this is before he fumbled for the 18th <laughs> time on Sunday. Um, Royce Freeman, uh, Justin Jackson, who looked a lot better um, prior to Melvin Gordon coming oh, back no. this week. Carry oh, no. um, yeah. on Johnson, Rashad Penny. So if he can actually get healthy and get on the field, he would take Carson's job if he were to fumble for the 19th time on Sunday. And then for shits and giggles, I picked up CJ Procise again this week because I believe. With that team, I would not have traded away Dalvin Cook. So you would have been okay stream, uh, streaming some Brissett. Well, you of, said you had Brissett and and yes, uh, Trubisky. Yeah, super I know. Flex but isn't Dalvin Cook getting way more points over those running backs than the difference between Baker Mayfield and say Trubisky or Baker Mayfield and Brissett? Okay. 
so yeah, long term. Well, first of all, Brissett's an every week starter for me in this league. Okay. Which, Marcus Mariota is going to lose his job at some point. But I said, year. but for Trubisky, is the difference in the points okay. between Baker no, Mayfield no, right and Trubisky? Okay, but right now it's only four points. But do you think Mitch Trubisky is in the same tier or league or even universe as I don't even think they play the same position? No, I don't. I don't. But I don't. I also don't think that any of those running backs that you have are in the same tier as Dalvin Cook. Mm. I mean, the way Dalvin Cook's been playing this year, it's it's like crazy. I mean, you upgrade at quarterback because, you know, you're you're rolling out there either Mariota or Trubisky with. Brissett, Brissett is fine. Right. So you upgraded your quarterback position and wait, your other running backs. Um, so who are you going to start most week? Like, who are you going to start this week at running back? Without well, this week, uh, I'll start Carson and uh, yeah. carry on Johnson. Okay. And but, then, you know, I'll run out Sammy Watkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, start Robert two. Woods. Start two uh, running backs or is it one to six? Yeah, you can start two to, two to uh, five. Infinity. Something like that. So oh, even okay. if you look at the points, like in a regular PPR league right now, Dalvin Cook has 78 points, and the next one you said, Chris Carson, has 40. So that's 38-point di- difference between the two of them. So that's the reason I say the difference between the, your running backs and the difference between those two quarterbacks, I would keep the running back. Well, I lost that poll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying that's that, that that's well, the reason yeah, for yeah, me. That's fine. Um because I, I often forget when I'm playing Dynasty that I'm actually playing Redraft. <laughs> exactly. And what happened last week is the only thing that matters. So mm-hmm. I understand that. Because most people that play Dynasty have their heads up their asses and um, <laughs> seem to think that they're playing a Redraft. So but, that's fine. I mean, so when Dalvin Cook is retired in three years because he's torn his other ACL and his labrum again and – Labrum's not a lady part, right? No, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, but, but it's not the same, but it ends. But it's kind of like what yeah. we talked about last week, though, too. When you say that three-year thing, okay, so maybe in three years, yeah, Dalvin Cook's not going to be doing anything, and yeah, maybe da- Baker Mayfield will be. But it's not it's maybe. Baker well, Mayfield is goddamn yeah. Hall of Fame talent. Oh my no, well, god, quarterback, quarterback <laughs> one. I mean, I would trade a running back for a quarterback one in a league if I wanted to upgrade a quarterback. But yeah, I see where Mike's going because Dalvin Cook has been killing it. Yeah, yeah, no, Dalvin Cook has been a f-ing monster this year. Um, that that team is just they refuse to throw the ball. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say it's killing Diggs. It's killing. I mean, Thielen got that one touchdown and then he got a rushing touchdown. A but, rushing touchdown, which yeah. is big. Yeah, because. But, yeah, no, they definitely. But how how long can they keep running out there where they're throwing less than twenty two times a game, which they've done twice <laughs> so far this year? They've it's crazy. Two out of three games. It's crazy. It's crazy, and and that's actually part of what we had on the show sheet too. You wanted to discuss some of these really good players that are in bad situations, and I mean, I can't think of anything more glaring than Stefan Diggs. I mean, he's a great player, but he's on a team that yeah, only wants to run one. the freaking ball. You know. Yeah, when did Kirk Cousins become so <laughs> bad at football? Like, I don't remember this. <laughs> it, like, it happened out of nowhere. Like, overnight, it was just like, oh, by the way, he's shit. And it, and there was rumblings in the offseason. People were talking about that, that that team may look a little different this year. And, and I know some people believed it and some people didn't. And, I mean, I was one of the people that was hoping that Diggs and, and Thielen would still be great. But it's just amazing how it's really become... The Dalvin Cook show and and everything else is kind of fallen to the wayside there. Well, 
That's not true. Alexander Madison is actually <laughs> Okay, but yeah, that's, that's a, again, that's a running back, running though. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Okay, so just the running game is doing great. But it, it is so, crazy. Yeah, just, just looking at their pass attempts. So they have 10. <laughs> <laughs> In a whole but game, there's 10 pass 10. attempts. <laughs> like, it's still, I still, I remember when I saw that box score, I was like, what? Oh, Wait, my what? God. So uh, they, had 10, they had 32, but that was when they were in comeback mode. And then 21 last week wow. against the Raiders. Wow. They can't continue. It just, it, it, it's physically impossible to throw that few times. Yeah. <laughs> they, I think they're throwing the ball somewhere in the neighborhood of, and I, I don't feel like looking it up. And so if someone wants to look it up, but they're throwing the ball at uh, like a historically low rate. So, like, just just common sense and regression dictates that that's going to change. At some point, if you're on defense and you're playing the Vikings, you go, you know what, guys? I think they're going to run. Maybe <laughs> we should stack the box. It, it is kind of crazy. And it it is funny that if us as fantasy viewers can see that, why can't the teams on the field see that as well? I often wonder that when I watch um, – like when I was watching uh, the the Bears game on Monday night. Yes, you um, tweeted it out too, what you're about to say. Well, it was, it was a little frustrating. <laughs> so I went into the night in um, Trade Addicts 6, I believe. That's the league. Um, <clears throat> yes, um, Trade Addicts 6. I was playing one of their hosts, uh, Brian Harhar. And I went into the night up around five points. I had David Montgomery and he had yeah. Chris Thompson. Clearly, I should win that <laughs> game easily easily there should be absolutely no like i should have been able to go to bed at halftime right easily up no i had to stay awake until that game was over and i almost lost the game on the pass to chris thompson but thankfully i didn't i was losing the game until the bears final um possession when they were you know they finally gave the ball to david montgomery um matt Nagy is terrible He's got Cordell or Pat, Cordero, whatever his name is, Corduroy Patterson Cordero. out there. <laughs> Cordero. Said it better Cordero. The first time. Yeah, just, Cordero. I, the stupidity of coaches is amazing. Um, Matt LaFleur, Mike LaFleur, whatever his name is. Yeah, it doesn't right, right. He doesn't deserve a, a correct name. <laughs> he doesn't his name, deserve the correct name. No. He, you know, so week one, there's too much of a split between Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Week two, it's Darren Jones' show, and Aaron Jones – he went crazy he rushed for 123 yards something like that you know just had a great day and showed what, what happens when you feed him like a bell cow so what did they do this week it was like a fucking even split like he had like 10 carries and jamal lewis had like nine something ridiculous like that or jamal williams i was gonna say so yeah jamal lewis, lewis. <laughs> jamal lewis retired a long time i'd be okay with him giving them all to jamal lewis, i know honestly. really <laughs> Honestly, Jamal Lewis right now would be a better running back than <laughs> Jamal Williams. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sorry. I don't even know what we were talking about. I don't about. either. But I do I do remember seeing your tweet about the fact that they're not using David Montgomery correctly. And, yes. and that's why I even thought if, it was funny, you know? Yeah, and even if I didn't own David Montgomery in a bunch of leagues, that would annoy the shit out of me. I just hate coaches that just try to outsmart people. Like, hey, I could just beat you with these good players, but instead <laughs> – you see Corduroy Patterson? Yeah, he's trash. I'm going to beat you with him. Like, are you trying to win like or hurt their feelings? Like, that's, I don't understand. I keep seeing Corduroy in my head now. Um, well, the other, the other player that you were talking, the other player that you were talking about in this 
conversation was Corey Davis too, where you believe that Corey Davis is this great talent, but in the situation that he has, it's not working out for him. However, he did see some flashes this week and a lot of people on Twitter were like, there's the Corey Davis we were looking for. He had three receptions, I think. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he flashed. I mean, compared to well, the, the previous week when he had zero. I'm talking about the exact moment that he catches the ball. Twitter goes, there's Corey Davis. Like oh, everybody wants it. Ball. Yeah, everybody wants it so bad. They'll take whatever they could get, you know? It was a one-handed grab. Yeah, yeah. It's really great. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, look what happens when you throw him the ball. And then Marcus Mariota's like, uh-uh, that's not going to happen again, buddy. They never throw the ball. <laughs> so just... Real quick, I, I do have a question for you guys. H- how much longer until Mariota is benched? And just so we get this out there, I don't think Mariota's. I don't think Mariota is actually a bad quarterback, but I think the situation's terrible, and he's not good enough to overcome the situation. Well, and it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty obvious too when you look at all the leagues. Every league I'm in, Ryan Tannehill is rostered in every oh, league that yeah. I'm in. <laughs> You know, everybody thinks that Ryan Tannehill will eventually get a shot at playing in that on that team. Um, and oh, trade alert! I was just gonna say we have a trade alert that, that has Ryan Tannehill in it. What's the trade alert? And I love so, the yeah, hashtag, by the way. <laughs> as I'm following the game on Thursday night, uh-huh. uh, I go, "Oh my God, Marcus Mariota is my second starting quarterback in this league. <laughs> I need to go get Ryan Tannehill." <laughs> Um, so Dynasty Trades HQ, that's us, gave up a 2020 uh, third round pick for Ryan Tannehill from the Dynasty Nerds. Yes. Well, Ryan Tannehill actually plays for the Tennessee Titans. Right. Um, but Dynasty Nerds owned him in that league. Right. I, I like that trade. I mean, because a third round pick, who the hell knows what that's going to be? And I agree with you ever since you said it this offseason that there's definitely the possibility that that guy ends up playing instead of Mariota. You didn't say your little uh, hashtag. So hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, dear God, Marcus Mariota looks awful, <laughs> Dynasty trade. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I like that trade. Like I said, Tannehill is on on a roster in every single league I'm in. So to be able to give up a third for him, I, I don't have any problem with that at all. It's probably just, just a matter of time, man. Something's going to either happen to Mariota health-wise again or, um, you know, they're just going to pull the plug because, yeah, it's just ugly. I mean, it's possible he just retires. He retires. <laughs> he hangs out to Andrew Luck. I couldn't tell like, It's just like, this is really depressing. I can't do this anymore, guys, and, and just leaves. Well, so, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a pretty good trade. And, you know, something just popped into my head, what Jeremy just said. And I was wondering what you guys think about this. When you guys talk about these big rosters and the end of your bench roster, what do you think about players like Andrew Luck and now Antonio Brown? And, um, you know, the, when these guys say they're gone and then they're gone. and then Oh, and uh, the other one I was going to say was uh, Gronk. Do you guys agree with grabbing these guys and stashing them on the end of your roster or not? I'm fine with all of them except for Antonio Brown. I, I got rid of my share of him. I A few weeks back, I traded him to Tim Torch, and it looked like as soon as I traded him, when the Raiders cut him, then he went to the Patriots, and it looked like, oh, you know, I got Le'Veon Bell and Damian um, da- – oh, my God, the guy in Kansas City. Damian Williams. Um, Damian Williams. I almost said Damian Harris, but I got those two guys. Um, you know, a, a few players that I, I wanted to use this this year to try to, you know, repeat. 
and win the championship instead of Antonio Brown, who I thought, I said to Tim, I don't think he wants to play football anymore. So I was glad to get rid of my last share. I don't want anything to do with that guy. But in the other cases of the guys that retired due to health, that love football, like Gronk and Luck, I could, yeah, I could see somebody having those players at the end of their bench as their last spot. Because, you know, why not? I mean, maybe maybe they come back like, I mean, we already know the the last spot on your roster is reserved for somebody who's probably you're holding on to just because you you know like their name. You you once you draft them as a rookie and you won't let go. You know, if it's Laquan Treadwell or somebody like that, yeah, I'd rather have Gronk or, or Luck, but not not Brown. I just thought of it mostly because it's Wednesday night and in a lot of leagues, waivers go through at eight o'clock on Wednesday night and the waivers went through just before we started doing the show tonight. And I actually saw a B dropped in a few leagues this weekend, but picked up in almost every one of the waiver stands on Wednesday. So I was wondering what your thought was about those guys. Well, I mean, here's the problem with specific, Specifically, I mean, AB is better than any bottom of the bench guy you could have, obviously, talent wise. I have no idea if he ever wants to play football again. I mean, he re enrolled in school. I think he might try to play college football again. Who knows? (laughs) Um, Or he's just waiting it out. Uh, I mean, it's possible he's waiting it out. To me, I would say it depends on the player, but I don't remember any football player that's retired and then come back. I mean, remember we all held on to Calvin Johnson for years. He's still in the MFL system, by the way. I know. I see that all the time, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think Barry Sanders is still in there. I wish. Um, Antonio Brown, too, is 31 years old, you guys. I mean, you know, it's that's... It, maybe he does come back. If I guess if you were on waivers and I could pick him up and have him on the end of my bench, you know, mate, you know, and it wasn't going to cost me an arm and a leg. Maybe I'd do that, but I just don't want any part of that guy. And he's 31. I just I don't know. I don't know if he's going to come back and play, and I just don't think he wants to. But that's beside the point. Point. Um, you know, like Shane pointed out, he is a great player. So if you can get him on waivers and stash him at the end of your bench and want to say what the hell, let's give it a shot. But I'd rather have a backup quarterback than Antonio Brown. I just thought it was interesting, and I wanted to know yeah. what your guys' thought was about players like that. You guys are cutting him. I at least traded him. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. See, Gronk isn't a guy that I held on to or tried to get on waivers in anywhere because he's lost 75 pounds since he's been <laughs> off steroids. So <laughs> He yeah. does look pretty skinny. That is true. Well, because he's off steroids. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing how much muscle mass you lose. Um, there's a reason they use that shit. Um, you know, if he's going to come back, whatever, it's probably, I don't know how long if, and also if any of my listeners are, um, steroid users, feel free to DM me the answer. I don't know how long a full cycle takes before (laughs) you're all bulked up again. (laughs) Isn't, isn't it against the rules to do, uh, steroids in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, don't they test these guys? But is he, did Gronk not get tested? I mean, oh, please. (laughs) Allegedly, but it is true. I did see those pictures of him on the red carpet. He did look kind of skinny. So we do have one more trade on the sheet. But before we get to that trade, let's hear from our sponsor, BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <clears throat> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. So yeah, um, there's uh, you could join a league right now if you wanted to. Um, 
there's never a bad time to join a league. I I, I always wanted to start a league in week four, like week <laughs> five, just because like you, you get so much data because there's so many things that you think were going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, it's a new coach. Where Bruce Arians is in Tampa Bay, and I think OJ Howard's going to do really well. And you know, you're four weeks into the season, and you're like, oh, well, no, I was wrong. It is funny how much we convince ourselves in the off season of what's going to be good and what's not, oh, I know. And, and then how it really it. plays it out. It is true. And I'm so pissed in some <laughs> in some cases that I that I look back and I'm like, why why did I make that decision? Why did I think that? Because you know, I mean, you put a lot of thought into some of it. You you do research and you think it you think it through. But we're all guilty of. Um, you know, uh, all those sorts of biases that humans can be guilty of. I mean, we, we do it and we just don't know that we're doing it is the thing. I will say That's this too, time. really quick before we say the last trade offer that we had here and wrap up. Um, yeah. What you just said, uh, Jeremy, this weekend I went into a couple of my leagues and I was looking at it and I was like, God, you know, I need to clean up these leagues and get rid of some of the stuff that didn't work and just fill in the spots that can be filled in. And I know yeah. you and I spoke about it because you did the same thing too. Well, um, but if for, if for some of you that are out there, I see so many rosters that have like FA players on their roster and <laughs> and empty spots on your roster. Go in there and fill those spots in. I mean, especially when you have first come first serve waivers, go pick up whatever you want. Hey, and, go pick and someone get, up. Yeah, get rid of some of those FAs and some of those blank spots. But this last trade that we yeah. have here is a trade addict six trade. Um, and Shane, yeah. yeah. So I'm just real quick. Um, shout out to Brian Har, um, who I beat by um one point. Um, and I am in tied for first place with uh Russ, uh the other host of Trade Addicts. But uh, I beat Brian, and it's his league, so that feels good. Um, Dude, I, I like how you plugged it like that because I I've been saving like I I was like I'm not gonna do it on the show that like the week we played in the high stakes contracts league I doubled your score I was like I gotta run that, that in I just I crushed Shane a couple weeks ago my, <laughs> my team, team is destroyed yours, dude. terrible in that league, man. I just I just need to just gut it and just and start over I know my team is like that in trade addict six it's like we flip flopped that's <laughs> funny uh, I know I tried to make a trade with you today I tried to buy uh, Miles Sanders from you low. Yes, very low. <laughs> well, I, I like how he said very low. He goes very low. It was, <laughs> was, was kind of low, man. You offered me, uh, what, a wide receiver, right? Yeah, good one. What was it? What do you <laughs> consider best, good? Mac Hollins or something? I don't remember. Mac Hollins for Miles I'm Sanders? It was a little better than Mac Hollins. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. So, in Trade Addicts. All right, yeah. What's uh, the trade we have on the sheet, though? We have, and again, this is a this is a heavy duty, uh, heavy duty, <laughs> duty, um, <laughs> uh, tight end premium one point seven five. Oh yeah, the trade addicts is one point seven five. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I went ahead and traded my twenty twenty second, and I got myself a little bit of Chris Herndon. Right, Herndon. I I again, I didn't realize what you were saying about him coming back from his. Uh, DUI suspension is that what you said right yeah so I mean look Jeremy and I've talked about this plenty of times on the show I'm fine trading away picks next year you can always get them back and and a tight end premium like that of 1.75 to get a tight end that you believe is going to be a guy you could stick in every single week I have no problem with that Heck yeah, man. You're getting a player you like for a 2022nd. That's not a big deal. I mean, you're not going to give that up for Ronald Jones, but Chris Herndon, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> just joking with you. I, I would do that that is kind of funny that you say it that way, though, you know? Well, I mean, so just real quick, Chris Herndon had uh, 
12 games as he started last year, 39 receptions, 502 yards, four touchdowns, and he was a rookie. Um, yeah, I like so, him. yeah, I like Chris Herndon. So hopefully he can stay off the sauce. Or if he doesn't, <laughs> just don't drive. Just call Uber. Like, Believe hit me, me up, dude. Yeah. I got you. Definitely. Exactly. With with the way um, Uber and Lyft is and everything, don't drink and drive, please. Yeah, DoorDash, uh, Grubhub. I mean, <laughs> Grubhub is no the food one. Just day, day, just <laughs> I mean, honestly, like if you ordered a Grubhub and then the guy got there and you were like, hey, uh, really, I just need a ride somewhere. Can I give you like 50 bucks? Do you think he would turn it down? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but I'm sure there's some kind of liability so you in there somewhere. Grubhub, uh, oh, no, no, any no. Of those, DoorDash. And then real quick on Twitter. Yes. Um, I didn't run the poll, but uh, Mr. Outhouse did. Yes. The toilet. Um, I am currently losing that poll 47 to 53 percent. The 2022nd is winning. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's it's like we just said, you know, plus some people don't even know about the fact that he's suspended. People will probably click on his name, see a zero and they go, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. You know, so (laughs) that guy doesn't even score. (laughs) Yeah. that guy (laughs) but uh all right so great so why don't we wrap everything up because uh it's an early night and we've got other things to do so why don't we say goodbye and throw in uh, wait you wanted to mention about our patreon account and about uh membership correct oh well yeah go be a patron um there was something (laughs) else that happened oh we were talking about trades um we just posted one. We're just going to follow um, the life of a trade because uh-huh. uh, I thought it'd be fun. Like we, we, everyone posts all these polls on trades, right? Yeah. yeah. And they just fucking die. Right. And nothing. You never get an update. Like previously on this episode. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I want to revisit some of them, man. So, I can see how they turn out after. We've talked about doing that before. We never did. So I threw that up on the patron, um, mm-hmm. on the patron page, a little written content. Um, so anytime anything happens with one of those players, basically I'm going to be drawing out that little, uh, you cool. know, whatever you call that, a tree, whatever. Cool. A little write up what happened and stuff. So, yeah, I just figured it'd be kind of cool to see how long this could go out. Because I actually love like when you go on ESPN and you look back at like how trades worked out and the after effects and like every player that was, you know, impacted by it. Yeah. So that's kind of like, you know, I hope in like five years down the road, I can look back and be like, oh, and uh, this Todd Gurley trade ultimately netted me uh, Ronald right. Jones the third. <laughs> I like that idea. And, and maybe yep. we'll even mention it a few times on the Patreon show as well. So how a bill becomes uh, a law and how Shane can win a trade. Uh, I could just picture the bill sitting on the stairs. All right. Well, thanks guys for listening. Go check out our uh, Twitter account at dynasty trades HQ. Check out our iTunes and give us a rate and review, please at dynasty. You don't rate and review us. I'm going to find you. And um, <laughs> no, seriously, go give us a rating and review because we need those. Um, just got one today. I'm waiting for it to come through so we can give a shout out. But we like rating and reviews. They make Love us the happy. feedback. Uh, yes, please. And then uh, check out our, like you said, our Patreon account. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. We will. We'll see you next week. And Shane, I will not give you Miles Sanders for Debo Samuel. Thanks for listening, everybody. And say goodbye, fair Shane. Fair trade. Goodbye, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you ended fair trade. 